Shalom, Shalom, Abracha. We are here together to learn Advatar Choshavas Kodesh, Pashas Bahar Bukhu Kosei, Topshim Pei Gimel. I apologize if my voice is a little bit off. I'm a little bit congested with what seems to be a head cold. Um, Baruch Hashem, I'm feeling a little bit better. Okay, so let us learn. We're learning today as a schus pushlema for Rafal Chaim Shayasha Bambaber of Gachaya, Oriyetan Nun Chagit, Ofei Mechayel Ben Yael, Shleima Ben Esther, Racham Katon Basleya, Yosef Yehuda Ben Adasa Peril, Roi Roi Ben Ilana, Vez Zaman Zev Ben Rochel. Okay, we have a safe here published by Atsko, Sichas Moser of Chaim's discourses from the Mirror Shashiva of Chaim Shmuelabazach, beautiful Devatera on Pashas Bukhokaisai. The Gabbai, the imperative of Torah study, they titled it here in Hebrew, Bittel Torah, but the imperative Torah study is the positive. And he stells, he learns, he focuses on the first Pasuk and follows it with a Gemara on in Masechtus Yuma. So let's see what he says. Pasuk says, In B'chokaisai se'leichu ves mitzvoisai tishmu v'asisa moisim. So you go in my ways, my chukim, you follow my mitzvahs, you guard, and you do them. And all the brachas that follow. And what a wonderful time of year to discuss this union uh, as we approach Kabbal Satera. So in the Chukasai Tayloichu, Zakdashi, Shatihiyu Amelamatea, you should be Amel, you should toil in Debatea. So I'll start off the Gemara Lashin Kaitis and the from like they publish here and we'll switch to English. Tanurabonan, Ani, the Ashir, the Russia, Boyin Ladin. La Ani, I'm Rimloi. So let's switch over here to the bottom to the English. Our rabbis taught the pauper, the rich man, and the wicked one stand in heavenly judgment. The poor man is asked, why did you not study Torah? If he is to reply, quote, I was poor and busy supporting myself, close quote, he is then asked, quote, were you poorer than Hillel? who studied Torah despite his poverty, close quote. It was said about Hillel that he earned a traffic, which is a small coin each day, half of which he would give to the watchman of the Besmejish, and half of which he was used to support himself and his family. The Gemara continues, When the rich man comes, he is asked, Why did you not study Torah? So if he replies, I was wealthy and occupied with my business affairs, he is then asked, were you wealthier than Rabbi Eliezer? For it was said of Rabbi Eliezer ben Kharsa that his father bequeathed him a thousand cities on land and a thousand ships at sea. Each day he would take a sack of flour on his shoulder and go from city to city and from province to province to study Torah. The Gemara continues, The wicked man is asked, Why did you not study Torah? If he answers, I was handsome and preoccupied with my evil inclination. He will be questioned, Were you more handsome than Yosef? Thus, poor people will be held accountable because of Hillel, the rich people because of Elizabeth and Kharsim, 
and the wicked people because of Yosef at Tzadik, and this Gemara could be found in Daf Yuma in Masechtas Yuma, Daf Lamed Hey Amabeis. Okay, now let's see what Reb Chaim says about all this. Zog Reb Chaim from the book, the imperative Torah study, on the day of judgment. The word is the world is divided into three groups. Each group is judged according to its circumstances and its position in life, with the focus directly on the obstacles that prevented them from studying Tyre. The pauper, in spite of his hardship, the rich man as busy as may have been, and the wicked man, wallowing in his passions, are all confronted with the same question. Why did you not study Tyre? Frechtim Chaim, what is baffling is that although one's station and position in life is taken into account, no allowance is made for the difference in stature between Hillel, Rebeleza, and Yaisa, and those people that are compared to them. The obvious question is, Dr. Chaim, how are we to expect ordinary people to live up to the standards of these giants? Why do their exemplary actions obligate and set the standard for all people in all generations? Reb Chaim answers, Dr. Chaim, the answer is that Torah is the very essence of one's eternal existence. Were the study of Torah to be simply a mitzvah, a good deed or special accomplishment, one can certainly take into account the, the station in life and the circumstances of the one being judged. But since Torah is the very source of human internal existence, its demand is equal on all great and small alike. Why did you destroy your eternity and your life? In essence, that's the question. When a luxury item is unavailable, one endeavors to obtain it in proportion to one's refined taste. When bread is lacking, however, rich and poor, wealthy and impoverished, will pursue it with equal vigor. So the indispensability of terrorism, as the Rambam puts it, the Bali Life of the masters of wisdom and its seekers without Torah study is considered like death. When it comes to matters of life and death, individual stature becomes meaningless. Great men, as well as humble people, are confronted with the ultimate question of life. Why did you waste away your time and not use it to its fullest potential for Torah study? So, Zakhtar Chaim, let us scrutinize each of the rationalizations given by the Gemara for not studying Torah. Firstly, the poor man explains that he was impoverished and had to support his family. Of course, his, his reply is a valid one, for surely one is obligated to support himself and one's family. However, the rebuttal lies not in refuting his argument per se, but by showing him how little one needs to support himself. Hill was able to support himself on a half a traffic. How much is a traffic? Rebisol Salanta once remarked, if a watchman receives a half a traffic for admitting one person, an amount which surely did not make the watchman rich, though he received this amount from everyone entering the Bismedjish, we can well imagine what its, val what its value is. And yet, Hill was able to sustain himself and his family with the other half traffic. It will be against this yardstick that the poor man's excuse will be measured. What is the rich man's rationalization? Dr. Chaim, I was rich, occupied in my business, 
How could one possibly think that this is a valid excuse? One may interpret the meaning of the rich man's rationalization as being that he did not acquire wealth for its own sake and for his personal comfort, but rather for his philanthropic, philanthropic endeavors and worthy charities. The response to this reasoning is the life of Rolazim and Kharsim, who despite his enormous wealth and potential for good deeds, spent in his life spent his life engaged in terror study, taking for his own need only a sack of flour. What of the Russia, the wicked man, whose excuse is his involvement with his passions and desires? What kind of excuse is that? Its meaning is that he claims an inability to overcome the very powerful temptations to which he is subjected. The rebuttal to such reasoning is Yosef, Yosef Atzadik, who's exposed to the greatest of temptations and still spent all his time studying Torah. Zagdab Chaim, what is apparent for the words of Archacham, is that besides the judgment on one's deeds in life in general, one is also specifically judged as regards in regards to his study of Torah. For Torah study is the root and basis for the observant of observance of all the mitzvahs. Rechaim illustrates this most vividly in the following story with Rabbi Akiva. It's a Gemara Masech the Sanhedrin, Nafsanaches, Ahmed Alf, and with Rashi. When Rabbi Eliezer became sick, Rabbi Akiva and his friends went to visit him. They entered and sat before him. They asked him, Rabbi Eliezer asked them, Why'd you come? They they replied, we've come to learn Torah. So Bilyeza said to them, why do you not come until now? And they answered, we had no time. He remarked, quote, I will be surprised if these, meaning his students, die natural deaths. So Rikiva asked him, what about, your, what about my death? He replied, your death will be harsher than theirs. Kumar and Sanhedrin. Rashi explains over there, for your heart, for your heart is open as a great hall, and had you apprenticed yourself to me, Rabbi Leza said to Rabbi Kiva, you would have learned much more Torah. Dr. Chaim, Rabbi Kiva was one of the greatest Tanoim, a man about whom Moshe Rabbeinu himself said to the Rabbi Shalom, if such a person exists in your world, why do you, HaKadosh Baruch give the Torah to Yisrael through me, which is Gemara Menachas, Dachavtas, Yet this towering figure, Rabbi Akiva, was killed in a most cruel manner, like the Gemara Baruchas, Daf Samachalf says, for not realizing his fullest potential, for not learning Torah enough from Rabbi Liezo, who lived out the last year of his, of his life in in Nidoy, in excommunication. Dr. Chaim, there's another dimension to Torah study, which one is held accountable, that is the responsibility to share one's knowledge with one's fellows. The Gemara in Saita, Nafmemtes says, two Talmidei Chachamim who are going together, traveling, and do not discuss Torah, are deserving of being burnt. As it says, the Pasuk regarding Eliyahu and Elisha, they were walking and speaking, and a chariot of fire passed. The reason was because they discussed Torah. However, had they discussed Torah, they would have deserved to, if, had they not discussed Torah, they would have deserved to be burnt instead. Dr. Chaim, it is certain that both Aliyah and Elisha were each engaged in Torah study. 
yet that would not have been sufficient to protect them from being consumed by fire. It was only because they discussed terror with each other and that they were protected. It is, an, it is the duty of each person to teach and learn with his fellow man, not to merely worry about his own Torah study. One should be concerned about the friend's growth as well as his own. From the above we learn <coughs> how we are obligated, how obligated we are to learn with our friends, our colleagues, and to defer to each other in Torah matters, whereby all of us are, quote, teaching each other and learning from one another, like Rashi says in Daf Memtes in Saita. Rechaim concludes, this is the way to acquire Torah. Each person receives from his friend what he himself is lacking spiritually, even if he is the best among his colleagues. By complimenting each other's shortcomings, each will profit, and everyone will benefit. this week, Shabbos Chazak, Okay, may we have a beautiful Shabbos. Call to Zagazan. Shabbos Kol.